Miami-Dade County is partnering with you to help keep our community safe from COVID-19 now and in the future. Do your part by getting your booster, staying home if you're sick, and getting tested if you think you have symptoms. We'll keep doing our part to protect our children's education and ensure testing, vaccines, and boosters are available for all so that our entire community continues to thrive. It's our best plan. For more information, visit miamidade.gov coronavirus. Another episode of the Behind the You podcast, and we are joined by the head diving coach at the University of Miami, who's been there for just a little bit, Coach Randy Abelman. Coach, thank you for doing this. You bet. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. So um, I went back and did a little research, and I was watching your uh, your speech from the Hall of Fame, the UM Hall of Fame induction, and you said at that time, well, I don't want to share any stories because I don't want to get in trouble. Some of my uh, bosses are here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're you're in it now. Thirty three years. Can we walk the line just a little? Can we hear some cool stories to start things off and grab the audience? Uh, I, I don't think we're there yet. Not th- what? Didn't you just sign like an extension or something? I mean, come on. No, no, not at all. That's why we got to be careful. All here. right. So, uh, Mr. Radakovich, this man is on good behavior. Please uh, see him. <laughs> Call a meeting to your office shortly to uh, extend the man's grade. All right, this story you can tell. Can you please tell the story of your interview and the the football player you met at the pool and uh, how he convinced you this might be the right place? All right. Well, that would be Craig Erickson, uh, great quarterback, obviously, for UM and Tampa Bay. But he was playing at UM and he was on the pool deck. And he had his gold chain on and I was on my job interview and he's got his shorts on. I'd never even met the guy. I'm there and I'm in a three piece blue suit and it was like a hundred degrees out and I was sweating bullets (laughs) and, uh, and he came over and uh, introduced himself and, uh, he told me that, uh, he was basically started recruiting me and saying what a special place UM was and that, uh, you know, it seemed like everyone was against this, but that just brings the family tighter. And it's a, such a special thing. Once you're on the inside, there's nothing like it. And it was just really getting me pumped up, even though I was about to have a, uh, a heat stroke. Um, <laughs> but it was, he's all, and he's still a good friend of mine. You know, he, he runs gringos over there. Yeah. I still see him. And we've talked about that. And, uh, so, yeah, I love Craig, and it was it's so cool that I ended up being the coach here and that uh, I still see him once in a while. So, at the time, did you know that was Craig Erickson, quarterback of the University of Miami football team? Did he introduce I, himself? I did not. Okay. I, I did not. I was uh, at, the, at South Carolina at the time, uh, a Gamecock, and uh, we played UM, and I think uh, – I think it was Danny Stubbs might have hit our, hit our uh, quarterback over the head. Like we were in the game as the fourth <laughs> quarter and our guy, uh, it was, his name was Al, something Ellis, Todd Ellis. Todd Ellis. Like yes. Yeah. They, he bonked him up, you know, roughed him up and took a, got a penalty. And then, but our guy was shot after that. He was, uh, and that the game was over. So there we go. Yeah. So, well, and that, by the way, this, I'm, I'm going to consider this a two part story because 
not only is it pretty cool on, on your interview, you meet the, 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 the you know, football player, the quarterback, the main guys kind of giving you the pep talk. But later that night, you made a phone call um, to to another school that is uniquely intertwined with the University of Miami. And you basically said, see you later. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I was supposed to fly up to Gainesville the next morning. They were bringing out actually a, a a private plane to pick me up, which is odd for a diving coach. <laughs> that's for sure. That's not usually how we travel. But uh, anyway, I was supposed to go on a job interview uh, the next morning. And uh, I had, I, I called and told them to, to cancel the trip that uh, I wanted to be a hurricane. And uh, the swim coach at the time is a famous uh, swim coach, Randy Reese. He was so pissed off. And uh, he, he wouldn't accept that and said that I can't do that. And that, you know, they're coming to get me. And I'm like, I won't be there. <laughs> and I told him one more time that I wanted to be a hurricane. And it just, it just hurt him bad. And uh, it made me feel even better about my decision. Speaking of being a hurricane. So 33 years ago, what, what year is this? 87, 89, right? Yeah. 89. So you think you'd still be here 33 years later? Absolutely not. I didn't think I'd, I'd be a diving coach, you know, into my 60s. So uh, uh, there's been a lot of surprises. It's been such a good run, though, that, and the time has just flown by. You know, I can't believe it's been 33. And uh, but, uh, you know, I, I treasure this place and uh, it's, it's been all good. That's for sure. So what keeps you going? Why are you still doing it? Well, I'm really doing it for these these. Uh, these athletes that I have, I got these guys that are so motivated and such a joy to work with. And, uh, I've just, I've never seen anything like it. And, uh, you know, I feel a deep, uh, responsibility to make sure that I get them, you know, to reach their potential and hopefully, you know, win an NCAA championship or make the an Olympic team or whatever, whatever it may be. But, uh, they, they really want it. And, uh, and I want it for them. I don't know if it has changed, but how has your sport changed? Uh, if it's changed over, over your time being at UM, I know we, you know, a lot of other sports you can look at and very tangibly see things are different. Has, is it different in your realm? Well, just uh, on the diving level, you know, the kids have to be much better athletes than they did in my day. I mean, these guys train. By the way, I did, I did, uh, I did see some video of you diving back in 1980. It was, it was well done. Thank you, sir. What'd you think of the haircut? I thought the whole look was great. I hold the whole look. <laughs> Greg Brady forever. <laughs> um, I don't know what, where were we? Uh, has, has your sport, you, you were talking about oh, the, yeah. athletic, the, the physique and physicality and athleticism yeah, I mean, of, of the guys, athletes today. Yeah. You're basically doing one more somersault than uh, what they were doing, you know, 40 years ago in, in every direction. And so, to enable to do that, um, these kids are just be better athletes and more uh, well-trained. And so you just really have to pay attention to all phases of the game. You know, the, uh, so you, yeah, you have to train year round. You have to be uh, pushing these kids to do bigger dives, higher degree of difficulty. Um, and then, uh, you know, just with the recent rules with, um, with uh, recruiting and uh, uh, NLI and, you know, uh, all those things. Everything's really changing, changing quickly. But uh, all in all, in my sport, it's still basically you, the diving board, and, and getting up there and, uh, and ripping that water. Ripping that water. So let me ask you this. You know, in, in many sports, right, you can 
go onto the football field and see a kid. And man, that guy's huge. He runs fast. The guy could hit a baseball out of the park. I can be hitting jump shots. So when you see an elite diver, do you know it right away? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, although, you know, at times there's, there's been times where I've kind of taken a chance on, on a couple kids who had just a lot of talent and hadn't been in the sport that long. And I knew that if I did my job, that they'd end up being better than someone who's a more highly touted recruit. But most of these kids have a track record by the time they uh, get to be recruitable age of, you know, placing high in the uh, age group national championships and so forth. And uh, so, you know who the top ones are, but I, I've, I've gambled and I've and done very well that, that way. Uh, at times, a kid like that was like Sam Dorman. You know, he wasn't super highly recruited and he ended up almost winning a gold medal in Rio. You know, he got a silver medal by uh, less than five points. And uh, do, you, do you enjoy that a little bit more? Like, you know, the, the, your, your sort of scouting eye of like, man, I, I see something here. It's kind of untapped. I'm going to steal this kid and we're going to turn him into something special. Well, you know, it's a lot of work. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, but at, at, in the end, it's very gratifying because, you know, the you know, the kid's so thankful to come to a program like University of Miami and they, they feel pressure to get it done. And I'm trying to tell them it doesn't have to be this year. It doesn't have to be next year just so we get there and uh, and just see them progress every year. You know, to me, that's way more gratifying than, than a kid that's already great and doesn't really get much better while they're here. You also said something about um, so the kids are, are more athletic, more more the physique is more important, the conditioning. And you said you're always pushing them to do more. You said that, you know, this day and age, there's an extra turn or a flip, I believe is what you said. Right. For someone that's not, I'm not a diver, you know, do the, you're not do the breaststroke. Okay. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe the freestyle every now and again, what is the, what, how do you, I guess, what is the teaching sort of uh, protocol of getting someone to do another flip or not like pushing the envelope and diving what is, what is the training course for that to get to start that process, work through the process and get to the end result you're looking for? Well, one, one thing we have is um, some dry land training equipment, you know, back behind the pool there at UM, we've got uh, uh, a couple of trampolines, a couple of dry land diving boards with uh, spotting harnesses over them. And uh, we work on that every morning. We start out back there jumping on the trampoline. They get in the spotting harness. We uh, work, we're always working on new dives or improving technique in the dry land setting before we take it to the pool. So um, yeah, we do a lot of, lot of uh, intricate and, and, and uh, drill work that takes a lot of time and uh, you have to get in there and do it every single day. But, you know, over time, these kids can uh, do things that you were, uh, unimaginable, uh, you know, 25 years ago. So when you came to, so obviously you have set the bar very high for Miami at your time here, the amount of champions, all Americans, et cetera. But the other thing I picked out of your hall of fame, hall of fame speech is, or was, is that you inherited a pretty good program. So the pressure, the pressure, did you have a good sense of where the Miami program was when you came here and what pressure came along with that? Oh yeah. I mean, they, they were uh, one of the best uh, programs in the country, both swimming and diving at that time. And uh, Greg Leganis went to school here for a couple of years. He and I used to compete against each other. We're the same age. And um, 
so I was, you know, and my best friend, Lenny Leyland was a great diver here. He's a hall of fame diver. Um, and, uh, his da his daughter actually was a diver for us. She just graduated a couple of years ago and, uh, to keep the tra tradition going. Um, but yeah, I knew what I was getting into and, um, and, uh, it's, it, that's part of what's fueled me to, to keep this program going because, uh, I wouldn't want to be the guy that, um, you know, let this thing slip away because uh, it's a special place. And, you know, people around the world know about the University of Miami diving program within our sport. Yeah. So what I was going to say, what, how, how recognizable is the brand, the U brand in your sport, in diving, I guess, internationally and nationally? I mean, when you, when people, when people say the U in your sport, it's, it means something significant. You know, I'm, I'm proud to say yes, you know, Good. and uh, like we'll, we'll go to the world championships. Uh, we're leaving in a couple of weeks to uh, Budapest and I'm going to have uh, five divers from my college team competing there. And, uh, you know, we're going to take a nice team picture there with their throwing up the U and stuff. And uh, you know, only a couple of them are from the U.S., but, uh, you know, there's no other, you know, college program that, you know, can can say that they have those kind of numbers at a, an elite competition like that. It's, so we've had other athletes on this podcast from other sports and, you know, ask them when they get to the pros, you know, do people ask about the U? Do people they and all the guys say they always want to know about Miami. They always want to know by Miami. So is it the same when you take these kids off to the, the World Games or you're at the Olympics or wherever you are when you are surrounded by other schools or other pros? Do people want to know about the U? They do, and they, and you know they, their image of Miami is you know they would every kid you know would love to come to school here in their own mind. You know they haven't been here yet, but. Uh, you know, they, they know that we have a great program and Miami's a beautiful place. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sort of a dream destination and people know that in our sport. So do you, I imagine you get a lot of people inquiring about coming to the school, right? I mean, I would imagine almost any diver would want to be a part of your team. Does that make the recruiting process easy or hard? Well, it doesn't hurt. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, well, you probably got to say no a lot, <laughs> um, but, but it's not, it's not uh, perfect. I mean, it's very competitive out there. You said when you came here, you know, 33 years ago, you understood what the program was. You didn't want to let it down. Obviously now you've been here for so long and done so many great things. It's to maintain it. Do the divers feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a family. There's a lot of pride. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, I think there's a little pressure on them to, you know, be as good as some of the greats in the past. And uh, if they fall a little short of that, it's a crushing moment. That's for sure. Because uh, I, I, I try not to put that kind of pressure on them, but they, they, they know what they're here for and they take it seriously. And, you know, uh, it makes all the victories all the sweeter, but the defeats are, are tough. That's for sure. All right. So since you mentioned defeats, not that we want to, we want to, we're not going to go fully down this road, but, uh, as most coaches get asked, what are the wins as high as the lows as the losses are low? So usually most coaches, like the losses stick with them. The wins are great, but they always remember the losses. Are you the same way? A tough loss? Will that eat you up or still eat you up? Well, what eats me up is, is how the kids respond. And that's what hurts me. You know, if we don't win or whatever, to me, 
I'm always looking forward to the next thing. I'm super optimistic. I'm just moving forward. There's always another meet coming up very soon. And, uh, but what, what kills me is when, uh, when the kids take it hard and, and don't get what they want out of it. That's, that's the crushing thing for me. You know, you think of the Olympics, right? It's once every four years, you get one moment to, to take it home or an ACC championship. You're, you're on the board, right? And it's the dive to win. How intense are those moments? It, it, it's, it's very uh, intense for me because I do every dive with these kids and uh, you know, my, my hands are sweating and you know, I'm, you know, it, it's not easy. And um I'm just going to tell you a quick story Please. that just reminded me of something. Uh, I was in, uh, in Rio at the Olympic games and uh, Sam Dorman was in the, in the finals of the uh, synchro three meter with his partner. And uh, uh, it was probably the most intense high pressure uh, situation. And uh, he did a dive, which was good, but just a little bit past vertical. Uh, no, a little bit short of vertical. That's what it was. And he came, I mean, looked at me right away. Like, you know, how's my dive? I said, just a little bit, little short. And he goes, you're a little short. And, uh, <laughs> and I, and he was still in the pool and I almost fell on the ground because it was such a stressful situation. It was the funniest thing. And I just couldn't stop laughing. And, and he was laughing and, and then he, he nailed everything. And uh, it, we just made it a lot. It was such a stressful situation. It just felt so good to get that laugh out, I think, for both of us. And uh, and uh, ended up, you know, turning out terrific. So when they rip the wall, as you said, when they rip the water, you know, right? You know if it's good. You know if it's bad. You know in that Yeah, moment. it makes a certain sound, uh, this uh, cracking sound, and uh, there's, you know, no splash. Yeah, we call that a rip entry. We like, so the no splash thing for a layman like me, that's the real deal. Yeah. No splash. When I see it on TV, it's the real deal. Yeah. If there's water all over the lens of the camera, that wasn't a good one. <laughs> so the, the cannonball just is the, the, the anti-dive. Right. That was just a movie. The triple okay. Lindy. Right. Thing. Yeah. The old, yeah. The old, I was going to say, you know, it's funny. I was going to mention that earlier. I was like, Josh, it's a bad joke. Don't even go there. Uh, he's, yeah, probably heard it. he's probably heard it a thousand times. All right. So the season uh, that your, your star diver Mia had this year, how much joy do you still take in someone having a, a season like that capped off with a championship? Well, you know, especially when you go back to the beginning of the season, it's a bit unexpected. You know, she's a kid that's come a long way. You know, as a freshman, she was like 20 something at the conference meet at the ACC's. And then fast forward two years and she beat the NCAA record with, uh, with the, with her score winning the one meter title. And, um, but um, she's still going. I mean, since then, she went to a, uh, an international meet over in England, which she won. And then she went, uh, I went with her to her nationals out in Victoria two weeks ago. And she won both the one and the three meter there, which qualified her for the world championships representing Canada. And so and now she's at another meet up in Calgary as a tune-up meet uh, for Budapest. So, I mean, she's just, you know, she's gotten her groove on and she's just keep, you know, got one meet after another and she keeps bringing it and keeps getting better. So um, I'm super excited about her season, but 
yeah, the season just seems like it's never over. There's always another meet coming up. And are you always involved with them as this, as, as the non, as the merry-go-round kind of keeps going with, with your athletes? Are you always directly involved with them? Yeah, we, uh, that's why we uh, basically have a year round program and uh, I don't always go to every meet with them because um, we have, you know, other kids training back here, but once in a while I'll go with them to one of their, inter- one of their major meets and like a, in Budapest, I'll be an official coach for the U S so I won't actually be coaching our other divers uh, that aren't from the U S this is sort of a, a rule within our sport but I'll be there in support of them and cheering them on and, uh, and uh, you know, big time supporting, you know, because uh, this is a major deal for all of them to make it to a meet like that. You mentioned Sam a few times. You've talked about Mia, you know, winning a championship where she come, where she had come from at the beginning of the year. Obviously you've coached a lot of national champions, but when Sam was up on the podium at the Olympics, that had to hit a little different. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm old. Let's just start with that. But I, I've been to seven Olympics as a coach and, uh, yep, that was that's the it. First... official. You're old. Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. But, uh, that was the first time that one of my kids got a medal and, uh, you know, we, we, I, we've been fourth, we've been fifth, we've been sixth, you know, we've come close and always with the kid, you know, from the UM program, but Sam was the one that finally broke through and, uh, got the hardware. So when he's there and he's up there, you got to be, you got to be smiling ear to ear. Yeah, that was great. It really was. Cause, uh, and, and we, uh, we, we celebrated big time that night and then, you know, <laughs> and yeah, then a lot, I a lot of, wa- a lot of night. water, a lot of ice water was consumed, right? Mucho ice water. Mucho and, uh, ice. You raised the glass or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were a lot of toasts that's for a sure lot of, that's well it's well learned so i don't i hope this number's right is it 14 national champions you know i'm Have you sorry lost count? you're I'm so not, you're so old that you've lost count yeah i i really don't know exactly but it, it's no problem it's been quite a few double digits and, how about know, this double digits oh for sure and someone said that we've had you know i've had more than anybody um well, what but, I wanted to ask you was, Coach, is, and this is kind of super open-ended, you're going to be like, Josh, come on. But it, other than their, their performance on the board uh, or in the, you know, off the board, in the pool, like, is there something that they all share? Like, is there a trait, uh, a, a toughness? Uh, is there something that kind of, a trait that aligns all of them, strings them all together? Well, I, I would say what, what the common thread on our team is – is that these kids enjoy the sport and, and, you know, I don't know what people do in other programs, but I know in our program, we work as hard as anybody, but we have more fun than anybody. And it makes it more, I think the process and, and it builds the relationship that lasts forever. And, you know, I have divers that, you know, have been gone for 20 years and we still are tight friends and, you know, they're big canes. They're always, talking about how the, the recent kids are doing. And so it's, it really is a family and, uh, and, it, and um, I'm very proud of that fact. And uh, they all know this was a special place to, uh, to go be a diver in, in college. That's for sure. All right. So if you're, if you follow the football team, they had a 58 uh, home winning streak and, you know, the baseball teams got, have it went to the postseason X number of years in a row. 
I think I, we got to get this out here because this is unreal. For about for 12 years from 91 to 2002, you had at least one national title in your program. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that was a good run. I would, I'd like to get that going again. Let's go. You get, well, anyway, <laughs> if we get that going again, you'll be really old when we do this again. <laughs> but I mean, is that like a well-known, like in the diving world, is that, well, is that a well-known fact? Is that just inside of the school? I mean, that's, that's un, I don't know if it's unprecedented, but it's damn near impressive to me. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the people that are students of the game know, but, you know, but I'm very proud of, uh, you know, of uh, keeping this program going and uh, having a streak like that, you know, uh, that should last for a while. All right. So I'm going to give you, I got three, three things I'm going to throw at you and you got to tell me what was either like the most unlikely or the most surprising. It's, I'm going back in the, in the, in the, in the data here a little bit. So I'm, I'm tapping into your long-term memory coach. All right. Oh boy. In 95, you were the first program to have five divers all earn all Americans in the same year. In 96, you had three freshmen sweep the 10 meter platform. And in 97, I believe your divers swept the entire field. A, do you remember all three of those? And B, which one of those was either the most, uh, the most unlikely or the most surprising to you that that accomplishment occurred? Uh, well, I guess the most intricate was to have five guys all be in the finals of the NCAs because only eight guys, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, at the NCAs. Um, yeah, it's eight, eight guys in the finals. And um, to have five of the top eight guys uh, is, is, is near impossible. But we had, you know, just, just from a scholarship standpoint, to even have five guys on that level on your team at one time, you know, but we had a special situation where a couple guys sat out and, you know, for half, you know, part of the year and everything. And it all came together at the NCAs that um, all five guys were eligible at the same time. And they, um, and they were just dominant. And uh, actually, I believe just with those five guys, we were um, eighth place in the NCAA as a whole swimming and diving team, you know, just with, uh, with just with the divers. We got to get like some kind of like graphic going. There's the, the accomplishment. Oh, it would have to be a very large, we need some kind of billboard that, that hails all these great. These are crazy. Yeah, but it's boring too. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm not bored. No, it's, fun to, it, it's fun to talk about. Well, uh, Mr. Gorby, Cameron Gorby, who put this together, we were uh, on the road this year for football. And we were talking with Don Bailey, myself, and he was telling us that if you've never been to a diving championship, ACC or NCAA it's a must it's it's intense yeah it's good and uh Gorby's been with us a couple of times and and he's a maniac you know him and uh I love that guy my kids love we were him, like so. looking at we were looking at like dates locations literally like he's like you gotta go it's like when you because I think part of it's you know it's the mo it's a somewhat singular moment right it's if it's at the championship, yeah. it's you're on the board and this is it. And it you're, it's by yourself and it's one. Yeah. Everyone's watching, you know, it's, it's. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and sometimes it, it, they, they do something better than they've ever done in their lives. And we're all jumping. And sometimes it goes maybe not quite like that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but it all happens quick and uh, you have to have a strong stomach. That's for sure. We mentioned the Olympics before with, with Sam Dorman, and you mentioned that you participated, you know, I guess you've coached it, been there, you know, seven different times as a coach. But 
how much does the Olymp, you know, so the NFL plays and the maybe guys come into the football team and Major League Baseball, the NBA, whatever it is for, for other sports, how much does the Olympics play into uh, kids making a decision to come to UM as to what you can offer them and your expertise and your experiences there? Well, in our sport, there's no professional diving, you know, and so the NCA is 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 the as good as it gets in the United States, except for doing something like competing internationally and getting the chance to travel and, and compete against the best divers in the world. So all these kids, when they're coming up, always have a dream of making the Olympics or a world championship, a meet similar to that. So, you know, the fact that we have a good track record and, and uh, we put in the year round training that would allow a kid to get there you know, when a kid has those kind of aspirations and that kind of talent, there's, you know, there's a handful of schools that would be a good choice for them, you know, maybe, you know, seven or eight in the, in the country that they could feel like they could truly maybe get, get, get to the promised land. So you said been here, been here a long time, done a lot of things, still want to uphold the program, want to, you know, maybe make the, the pool deck in the diving area better, but what's, you know, you've got new leadership at the school. What's the, What's the future look like? What do you want the future to look like for your diving program? Well, the most important thing is that we just keep the tradition going. You know, there's no, there's no program, you know, in the country that has a diving tradition like the University of Miami. And uh, I, I really want to see that continue because it's a special place. It's a special place for diving. It's a special atmosphere, just training day to day, you know, out there in the middle of campus with the students. And um, so, you know, I, I just want to see it, it thrive in the future. And, uh, and you know, when, when I move on uh, uh, to bluer fishing grounds, uh, <laughs> I hope that one of my ex-divers, you know, uh, someone that really understands the program would uh, follow me up here to keep no. that tradition going. I was, uh, we should have end on, we should have ended on that note, but then you brought up something interesting, which is if I, I believe this is correct. So when you're having practice, there are kids just hanging out at the pool, right? Yeah. It's right in the middle of, uh, <laughs> no, I, know, I, mean, I know where the pool is, but I just thought, you know what? Like it'd be like someone at, at you know, a baseball practice and there's just people shagging regular kids, shagging fly balls in the outfield or Jim Laranaga is having practice and they're two dudes. My kids are just shooting hoops. Like you just, you're diving and there's kids just hanging out and having a good time. They're hanging out. They're on that other little diving board across the way. Sometimes we have to tell them to hold up because <laughs> we got some kid going up the 10 meter on this side of the pool. And uh, yeah, there's no atmosphere like it. it. You know, you're diving in front of people. The, you know, everyone wants to impress the other students and look good, you know. And uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's really special, I think, because they're uh, right in the middle of campus. And when you're a diver at the University of Miami, people uh, know who you are, I think. All right. Well, Coach Abelman, I appreciate you doing this. Cam just told me you're the GOAT. So you're the GOAT, man. You're the GOAT. 33 years in, and you've got more records. We know we got, you got so many records you don't even remember. So, Coach, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Go have some fun. Enjoy the night. Appreciate you taking the time. You bet, Josh. Thank you.
Miami-Dade County is partnering with you to help keep our community safe from COVID-19 now and in the future. Do your part by getting your booster, staying home if you're sick, and getting tested if you think you have symptoms. We'll keep doing our part to protect our children's education and ensure testing, vaccines, and boosters are available for all so that our entire community continues to thrive. It's our best plan. For more information, visit miamidade.gov coronavirus.